When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is a proud member of the FanHub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey. The 1865 Match Report. Welcome to the 1865 Forest Ramble. Uh, this weekend, Forest won 1-0 against Cardiff to progress through to the fourth round of the FA Cup. And after the match, we spoke to Ben Price from the View for them from the Ninian podcast to get an opinion from our Cardiff supporting friends. So it finished 1-0 to Forest in the FA Cup third round match. Uh, an early goal from Lyle Taylor settled things in favour of the Reds. Um, and after that, uh, there wasn't really a huge amount of goal mouth action. Neither keeper had a huge amount to do. Um, however, Cardiff probably had the best of the ball and had the best of the match overall. Um, it's just the result that went against them. Do you think that that's a fair summary? Was it a fair result? 1-0 to Forrest? Uh, to be honest, I think today summed up our season. Um, we've held the ball up well, but just couldn't do anything in the final third. Our attacking players offered very little. Like you said, the goalkeepers had very, very little to do throughout the game. Um, it's just one of those games where we probably don't deserve to win because we didn't create anything. You created one chance, took it, and Taylor proved to be the difference. Um I think it's clear to see that their two teams struggling to perform. It wasn't exactly a classic of a game. And it's sort of the results they sort of highlights the frustrations the Cardiff City fans have got with the current manager. Um, I think his time is sort of running out, and I think his post-match comments they showed that as well. Um, but I've got no arguments for the results really. It, a draw probably was would have been fair, but I don't think any of us wanted it to see that game go to extra time and put through another thirty minutes of that. Um, so yeah, I can't really argue with the result, but I am disappointed with the performance and sort of going forward because I thought we did well in the middle of the pitch. Um, I thought Rawls and Volks uh, particularly were very good for us. And even Josh Murphy, a player that's not really had a look in throughout the season, had moments of brilliance. When he got it on the floor, he looked like he might actually create something. Um, it's just one of those games, isn't it? It's just football, classic cup game. And disappointed we're not going to get a cup run because obviously our playoff ambitions aren't going to happen. I think it's now Cardiff set for a season of mid-table mediocrity. Well, we both know what it feels like to have a team that doesn't create many chances, isn't very good in the final third. Uh, Chris Hewton has clearly, since he's come in as the manager, has tried to focus upon making us a little bit more solid at the back. And our centre-backs, I thought, had a good game. Um, Speaking of defenders, 
you had very much a makeshift team out today uh, with Joe Bennett playing at centre-half. You've just lost um, your captain, Sean Morrison. Philip Benkovic has been recalled and you had a debutant at left-back and uh, a midfielder at right-back. How much of Cardiff's problems are down to the injuries that you have? And do you think that you would have given us more of a game if you had a full-strength team out today? Um, I don't think... Uh, we'd have given much more of a game, to be honest. Um, we've been out of sorts at the back for a while. Um, since we've lost uh, Jordi Osse 2 to Aloni from um, Arsenal, we've had, like you said, Bakuna at right back. And while he's done OK, he's not a right back. He is clearly a central midfielder playing at right back. And it showed for the goal. Uh, gave your man too much space and allowed him to get the ball in. Um, Sean Morrison's going to be a big miss, um, but I don't think he's out for too long. But Joe Bennett did all right. It was sort of one mistake that cost us that came from the right. Arguably, the other centre-back, Nelson, should have done better for the goal as well. But um, no, I don't think the defenders being back would have made much of a difference. You took that chance and that was it. It was pretty even from then on in. Um, going forward, Kiefer Moore probably would have done better than Glatzel with the balls and the way we play. He suits our style a bit more. And obviously, the eight goals he's got already this season, you lose him for as long as we have, it's going to be a mess. But um, I think there's bigger issues with uh, our club at the moment. Um, recruitment's been poor for a while and it's really showing. While we've got quite a, not a massive squad, but we've got a big enough squad. It's not got strength in depth and it's too strong in certain places and very weak in the other, like at right back. Um, Joel Bacon came in, I think, for his third appearance for, uh, for Cardiff at left back. And I thought he did really well. He's the sort of player I'd like to see Cardiff give more of a game time to, to be honest, um, as the season goes on. But yeah, it's just... It, we were never really going to give you a game the way we set up and play and with Kiefer Moore missing. He's probably the only player that would have made a difference on the injury list today, but I don't think he'd have played anyway because it was the FA Cup. Well, it's funny you should mention, you know, imbalanced squads because that's what Forrest have got. They've got a lot of players, um, you know, and we are too well stocked in certain areas. I mean, how many central defensive midfielders can one squad have? And we are a little bit light in others. We haven't got that creativity, as you have seen. Um, also, as you mentioned, Kiefer Moore, as Forest supporters, we're very glad that he's he's not available for you. Um, obviously, it's bad luck for you because he is a really good striker, but he's the kind of guy who always seems to score against us. And he already has done, hasn't he? Um, so given that, what you're saying about the squad and injuries and so on, did you take the same view that we did, which is, in a sense... Today's match was basically a free hit. It's like if you win it, then that's a bonus because it gets a win under your belt, helps to breed confidence and so on. But if you lose it, you know what? The league's the bread and butter. Not really. Um, for us, the FA Cup's always been sort of a nice little thing. We got to the final again in 2008 and we've had a couple of decent cup runs. We got to the League Cup final as well in 2012. Um, realistically for us, our season's over. We're not going to get the playoffs like we did last year. Automatic promotion is certainly not going to happen. And I can't see us really being dragged into the relegation battle. Um, so it would be nice to have a decent FA Cup run. It's something that sort of one of my f most enjoyable times as a Cardiff City fan was that Cup run to the final. So it would be nice to see us go a bit further. Finally, you've talked about, you know, your prospects for the season. How do you think Forrest will do? Because obviously you beat us early on. Forest had a horrendous start to the season and things didn't get much better uh, as we had a run of really tough matches against the top six. 
But in the last few matches, they've at least found some consistency and they haven't lost now for six matches. So how do you see the Reds doing? Um, do you think it's going to be much like your season in terms of probably not challenging for the playoffs, but probably not getting relegated either? Yeah, based off what I've seen of you guys, um, you can clearly, clearly see uh, Chris Hewton's done a decent job and got you a lot more organised compared to when we played you earlier in the season. Um, I don't think you've, like you said, you haven't got a creative player, so I don't think you're really going to be pushing for top six. But yeah, I can't see you going down at all. I think there's some far, far worse sides than you. And the way it's going, you're definitely going to finish above Derby. And I think if any of the two are in danger of going down, it's them. So you can enjoy that at least. So thank you very much to Ben from View from the Ninian for joining us. You can find out more about View from the Ninian by following them on Twitter at VFT Ninian. And also they have their website, viewfromtheninian.com. In the meantime, Forrest have got a couple of important home league matches coming up against Millwall and Middlesbrough. Uh, we hope to bring you some reports from those. And it's a really good opportunity for Forrest to extend that unbeaten run. So stick with us, stick with the Reds. We might not be making many chances, but there's a sign that Chris Hewton is finally able to put his stamp on the way Forrest are playing. And if the results come, we won't complain too much. Sports Social Podcast Network.